Welcome back, podcast listeners. You guys are my people. Don't tell the YouTube fans. Uh, I don't. I'm not. I don't mean word fan. I don't use that word. I didn't mean it. Uh, the YouTube crowd. Don't tell them. But you guys are my favorite. You know, podcast is the audio art. I love the YouTube side because I like having the cameras and it just adds a little something to it and it's super cool and I do love it. But you know, when you're at work or you're in a grocery store or you're driving around, it's just nice to have just the audio version in my opinion. Uh, but speaking of the YouTube version, uh, I even for you audio guys, even if you don't watch it or anything, I still could use your help in subscribing. So just, you know, search the podcast on YouTube and just hit the subscribe button. That would go a long way. I'm getting so close to being able to have my own URL for the uh, web, for the channel. Uh, but anyways, also, while I'm asking and begging and pleading for your guys' help, um, I think it would be cool if you guys rated and reviewed the podcast on iTunes for all my iTunes people out there. Um, I know every podcast always asks for that. And it's always easy just to skip and be like, eh, whatever, who needs it? But, um, I don't know. It's, it has something to do with growing, I think. And then I know you guys are actually listening. So, that would be awesome. But I know you're listening. I see the numbers. And I appreciate you guys out there. I really do. I have so much fun doing this podcast. I can't believe I've uh, been doing it for... Uh, I'm getting close to a year... Since kind of the build and the concept and everything. Not, you know, it hasn't been a year since my first episode. But a whole lot went into that. Obviously, you know, um, I should really... I got a lot of things to think about. Um, but I should really... There will be a time where I break down the podcast and the true reason and meaning behind the genesis of this whole project it's um <clears throat> yeah it's um it's very personal and it's very it's 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 a story that I I might bring out one one day but uh it's been like I said all, we're coming up on about a year since kind of like the genesis of this whole thing and it's I'm just sitting in the studio by myself Monday morning looking around the sun's out the window rising and I'm just reflecting on just this creation and this this growth of the podcast where it's come the guests that I've had um the friends that I've made the love that I've received from uh, listeners and viewers and guests and uh, just all around. It's it's like, I don't know, man. Just having this, this little hobby is humbling. Like, how many hobbies out there are, like, super humbling? I mean, sure, there's quite a few. This is one of them. Yeah, anyways, enough of the uh, Monday morning self-reflection and, you know sensitive stuff uh i i do appreciate all you guys that actually listen and enjoy the podcast man i've been getting some good guests i've been getting good guests i got more coming up 
and then we got this guy tonight. Um, you know, this was this is just a fun podcast, just having fun. You know, not every podcast is trying to get serious. Not everyone's try- not every podcast episode is trying to learn something and get educated. You know, we ain't always trying to get book smart round here. We ain't always trying to do that. Sometimes we just want to have a good time and hang out and meet new people and uh, like cool people that have got something going on. You can't just pick any old random dude off the street. Although sometimes that might be what it seems like. And then you hear their stories or just, uh, you know, find out who they are. But yeah, this was just uh, this dude. Name's Austin Hemingway. He performs poi. I didn't know what poi was either, but it's like that fire dance that you see, like, I don't know, I think Pacific Islanders do for the most part. But, you know, also like those dudes that got like the glow sticks at a rave, like doing that really cool movement dance type thing where their arms are going all over the place. But it's, you know, synchronistic and artsy looking and you can tell it takes talent. Uh, So this guy does that, amongst other things. He's also another rapper, apparently. Apparently, I'm the only dude that doesn't rap. So, I'm going to have custom creations throw me a couple beats, and I'm going to just murder some tracks, you guys. I'm going to come up and just be the sickest podcast rapper in the game. You already know. You think I won't? I got connections now. I got people that can help me find some flow real quick. I know I can do it. Watch out, guys. I'm coming after you. All of you. All you hip hop. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, he's also a bit of a rapper. Um, and then, like I said, the poi. And I like, you know, we just had a good time. You know, I got Czar over here. Follow my uh, my homeboy, Czar, Czar underscore Flames on Instagram. You know, he's always running cameras and producing and chiming in and stuff. I love having him as part of the show. I love it. I love it. He's great. He's a lot of fun. Super smart, young, talented kid. And I'm super lucky to have him showing up willing to work and put in and and be here like i can't thank that dude enough and he's probably sick of me thanking him all the time but he better get used to it i appreciate the heck out of him and katrinka why am i going on like a crazy long thank fest i don't know guys like i said it's a beautiful monday morning and i'm sipping on some coffee trying to get this podcast out to you which i'm gonna do right now Time for Neanderthal. That's your name. Yeah, absolutely. My name's Brian. Ryan. Brian. I stumbled over my own name. Can you believe that? It, what kind of podcast host am I? It happens sometimes. I understand. What are you doing here? I'm, How do you know about this podcast? What are you doing here? I, I'm not. I'm not really sure. I was escorted here by our friend Brendan, our mutual friend Brendan. Yeah. Um. I guess just based on my love of of podcasts is what got me in here. I mean, right on. I wouldn't even know what we <coughs> were doing if I didn't know had some idea of you know what that concept was already previously in my mind. Yeah, I would what be podcast in general? Yeah, 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 something I already have a little bit of experience with, not necessarily recording them, but listening to them. So you ever been on one before? No, never. 
Oh, and I've yeah. Thought, uh, you know, it's a pretty simple thing. All you really need to get started is uh, some real basic equipment. So I've you thought about much at all. starting one with my friends before. You know, just need to find the time to actually sit down and do it. Hit those buttons and record. Yeah. 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 It's not that hard. I went overboard, as you can see. With, uh, but yeah, you don't need to be elaborate like this. You can do it just on your phone. Yeah, for yeah. free with yeah. there's all kinds of apps and stuff, but you do want to spend you want to invest some kind of money, or else people aren't going to listen to a trash podcast that sounds like well, cause garbage. There's, there's already you know there's a s- ocean of those. There's there, an ocean you know, of them, yeah. Because everybody can do it now. Yeah, so you got to set yourself in that ocean to be on the top layer, ride mm. that wave. Yep. Don't get lost in the sea. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to do, man. I'm just struggling in this ocean, just trying to keep my head above the water, but I'm doing everything I can to get there. And with people like you, you're going to bring me there. How about hey, that? Hey, thanks. That's nice to hear. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Um, s- now, I was talking to someone that told – I don't know anything about you at all. So this will be fun to kind of learn about each other. We were talking off mic, and already it was fun. It was interesting talking to you. You were saying you were interested in shooting an arrow, a uh, bow and arrow a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, but just for the art of it, for the – yeah, for the art mainly. I think what that stems from, uh, I don't have a lot of experience outside of you know, and you know, your young in gym class they give you a little toy. Oh yeah, to that's right. With, uh, snap your arm or something like Where'd that. Where'd you go to high school at? I went to high school in New Jersey. Um, <coughs> I went to South Brunswick High School. Um, South Brunswick, New Jersey's in Central New Jersey. Um, it's located uh, very close to Princeton. It's a uh, town or two over from there princeton the college yeah princeton princeton the college in princeton new jersey the Ivy <laughs> School. um has one of the most beautiful college campuses i've ever been to um oh wow just the, the architecture and the, the buildings and everything's very old school very very old old architecture so. so they were doing archery out there in new jersey huh they did you know they had a lot of different stuff um available sometimes in the midwestern areas uh they don't they don't have a lot of the same sports um, like ice hockey teams. Uh, oh yeah, ice hockey's bigger on the on the East Coast. Lacrosse, you lacrosse. guys got a lot. Yeah, lacrosse. we had a, we had a lacrosse team <coughs> for sure. Yeah, um, I was born and raised in Michigan. There you go. Ice hockey's huge, massive, huge. I mean, yeah. you grow up on a pond. Yeah. Everybody skates yeah. on a pond, or you make a frozen rink in your backyard. Everybody's got one. It's fantastic. Hockey's a really cool sport. There's uh, a lot of different elements of like athleticism that uh, yeah. come together for those players. I, I d- that's one of the sports that I don't I don't watch as much of. Uh, we watch. I work at a a pizza restaurant. We have uh, sports played on the TV, but it's primarily uh, like NFL football. And right. It's hard to sell NBA or yeah. uh, college basketball. It's hard to sell really. hockey in the Midwest. It is the people. I don't know. I guess yeah. it's just not as relatable. Yeah, we don't have a team. Them. There's no yeah. team here. Yeah. You know, we're the closest team, I guess, would be like the Colorado Avs. Yeah. And Chicago. Has oh, the Blues. Yeah, yeah the Blues. Blackhawks. Blackhawks. But, yeah, but but that's so far away. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's for Kansas City. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, Kansas City. They don't they don't have a hockey team. Chicago has a hockey I wish team. we had it's a different. hockey team. We need one. They need an NBA team. NBA, no, we don't want NBA. We want NHL. Yeah. I don't. I want the NHL, <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> More sports? Why not? <coughs> bring them both. Why How not? about bring them both? Yeah, we don't have to be exclusive. Bo- yeah, it's not like the the NBA players are going to be taken any way away from the <laughs> the hockey right. team. I don't. 
back, see a lot yeah. of cross. So cross back to the there. archery, you were saying, so you, you shot a little bit in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what really intrigues me about it is I've heard that it's a, a discipline in Zen. Uh, yeah. You have to be very, very present and focused uh, with what you're doing to mm-hmm. allow you to uh, perform. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it definitely is very meditative. Uh, it's it's wonderful shooting your bow all by yourself and just focusing. You know, there's that that old saying. You know, it's it's not not the arrow, it's the Indian. You know what I mean? So it's all. I've never heard that. Yeah, it that makes sense. That's great. Yeah, and so you can if you're having a rough day out there, you can blame the arrows all you want, but it's really you. And chances are, it's in your mind. If you don't clear yourself and focus and put yourself in that just one presence of of being in that uh activity you're gonna you're gonna stray off and it's gonna show it is very meditative it's yeah it's i I suggest it to everybody i do it for hunting reasons but i get the benefits of like meditation and just relaxation and you know the stakes are upped when you know that you're gonna you know have an animal's life in your hands right yeah 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 it's a lot of i love it man it's i i suggest it for everybody just to shoot not necessarily hunt I think everybody, most people should try to hunt at least once. And most people that eat meat should at least try to yeah hunt one time and fair. kill your meat just for sure. Just to see what what it's like, what's involved in the whole process. There's the yeah, there's a the the whole relationship with the food that you eat and where it comes from is um at this point it's become, you know, generations removed from the time that oh, yeah. people were you know frequently ra- it was a common thing that you would raise and slaughter your own animals <coughs> um and not know, I mean that that's long something ago. yeah it's not that long ago but people have seemed to have forgotten so quickly you know it's so it, yeah. it seems like this lost forgotten thing yeah that's slipped away from us and you know maybe it's really important that we we hang on to that to some degree because if it gets too far away from us it might get lost you know because you yeah. think about the number of people who hunt and eat their own meat that can't be it's a small it number be, yeah it can't be a huge percentage of the population it's a the, small the number. vast majority of people are are buying you know food that was raised in and killed you know yep. for them by somebody else yeah you even know? most hunters i mean it's yeah. hard to live yeah on purely stuff that you've uh, gotten yourself, that's really hard to do. You have to dedicate a lot of time and energy and just even money. Um, I wish I could do that, but I still, you know, I'm not going to lie, I still hit up McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, it'd be more about discipline. You could just eat yeah. vegetarian all the times that you were eating your own stuff, but that makes it, you know. I don't know. Make it special. Really Veg- <coughs> only select meals. Vegetarians really got their meal. own issues, too. As far as, I'm know. definitely not one of those people who think that eating meat is bad for you. Yeah, um, I I don't have any sort of special scientific training to back this up, either <laughs> than my own empirical evidence of right. how how I feel when I eat meat versus when I don't eat meat. And I I I I go through meals where I try I try not to eat meat with every meal that I eat because after a while. Growing up and you... Oh, you I try to eat meat with every meal. See, I try <laughs> not... That's the problem. So you grow up... And I was raised by my parents and a lot of people, you know, you're just... You're eating what is given to you. And yeah. And you, you come of age and get to kind of decide your own diet a little bit more. And I just started to notice that every every meal that I was eating, uh, you know, morning, noon, and night was focused around meat. You know, meat was the main 
centerpiece of, right. of the meal and i didn't i didn't want it to always be that way um noodles i don't like noodles that much noodles i grew up on a lot of noodles, noodles and rice just feel rice and like beans. empty calories i grew up poor carbs i grew up poor uh grilled cheese and tomato soup uh, a lot of noodles, a lot of pinto beans, and black-eyed peas. I'm poor right now, but I'd like nice. to spend money on food because that's important to me. Yeah. Because you're not, you can't take your money with you when you die. You know what I mean. So what what can you do with it? Well, if you can buy the best quality food to get the most longevity out of your life and your body and everything, you know, that's a smart way to spend your money, in my opinion, is on on good quality food that's going to sustain you. And that's it's the building blocks what your body is made out of. At the end of the day, five. 10 years down the road all the cells and in your body are going to be built out of that food that you've been consuming so yeah every time i choose to eat food i, I really want to analyze what i'm putting into my body because i feel like that's the building blocks of, oh, yeah. of the essence of my being more or less man <laughs> not me that's a weird way to look at it and think about it how much i'm like a garbage disposal you just just throw I'm, it in here yeah. i mean look at me i'm i i'm doing it because i can get away with it <laughs> Like I, I tried to stay too, in and shape. I've been like that, and that's <clears throat> what got me to this point. It was the blind just eating and just lots of food, you know, and not really thinking about it. That that kind of led me to start to to analyze, you know, what I was putting into my body. I try to be good about it, but then I catch myself like, I catch myself slipping. Like I got a sweet tooth, like you've never seen. Like I'll get on. Yeah, like I bought a bag of fun size Snickers, and I put them in the fridge. Because the freezer, it's too hard. And then on the counter, they're too soft. You get that right consistency in the fridge. Yep. And I bought a fairly big bag of them. I was like, all right, this is going to last me a few days. No. Dude, I crushed <laughs> them like, in the evening. It, oh, it lasted from the afternoon till the end of that evening. But it, I, no, I didn't think twice about it. I just, I, I got no self-control and all that kind of stuff. If it's under the roof, under this roof, it's it's done. It's it's getting eaten. I'll, I can't do it. I'll I have some of the same issues when it comes to food and self-control. I understand that, you know. No self-control. I'll rip through a row of Oreos or two or like bars, bars of chocolate. I like chocolate, you know. Chocolate's delicious. Just Hershey chocolate. Hershey? Like nuts or toffees. Yeah. You know, like some symphony Hershey's bars. a little too shitty. Yeah. Yeah, but it's cheap. Yeah. Talk about being poor. No, I hear you. <laughs> no, I like some shitty chocolate like Tootsie Rolls. Oh I will gosh. murder a bag, any size bag of Tootsie Rolls. You it get one of those it's Christmas time. What it is. Those banks, you know, those like they're like that tall, the little bank, the uh, cylinder, the coin slot, yeah, the yeah, coin yeah. slot in it, <clears throat> filled with Tootsie Rolls. I'll eat that whole thing in a sitting. I don't understand what a Tootsie Roll is. It's it's a huh. soft, chewy chocolate candy, but it's not chocolate. You know what I mean? It's some sort of. It's not. I, is it? You know what the uh, yeah, hey. you know I was, a, I was a freak <laughs> of a guess guess yeah we got the that is nice. uh, make the whole page giant and then switch switch yeah okay uh, Zara over here on Google he knows what's up this guy's running this correctly uh, not a tootsie pop I like tootsie pops tootsie pops are damn good dude I, I got some I would love right, I'm gonna have you daydreaming about candy now I'm I'm always daydreaming about it. <coughs> There you go. Mm. Mm. Sugar, corn syrup, palm oil, condensed skim milk, cocoa, whey, soy lect lectin. 
and artificial natural flavors. Tootsie Rolls become certified kosher by the Orthodox Union. Hey. Jews. That's important. Jews. Bust out your piggy banks of Tootsie Rolls and tear them up. You guys are allowed to eat these because they are kosher. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know how candy is kosher. I know kosher meat has to be slaughtered in their specifications well, for that. Well, if it's uh, condensed skim milk, oh, I think their milk so has how, to be kosher. How they harvest the milk has to be kosher, then I'm sure. I would assume so. I don't. I, I know very little. I'm very ignorant when it comes to uh, most religions, to be honest with you. I don't know. I guess I can get by with some. The main Christianity ones are fairly easy to run down. Right. I have... L- I don't want to say little to note. I would say my knowledge of most religions is pretty superficial. I don't have a lot of in-depth knowledge. And most of that was probably due to the fact that I wasn't raised in any particular religion. Yeah. Uh, My parents were... They wanted me to explore all that stuff and kind of make up my own decisions and didn't want to be overbearing with any sort of their own beliefs. Raised by so some heathens. Essentially, so non, non-believers, <laughs> as, they would, as they would say. My right. mom went to Catholic school. Oh, that would explain was, uh, probably why she was like, well, maybe not let's steer down this road. Exactly, yeah. I've gone off. all the uh, negatives that can come of that. I've gone off on the Catholic religion on this podcast once or twice before. Uh, that's pretty easy to do. They're actually pretty easy target. It's not they, that. They do it to themselves, though. It's not that. It's the people that still support it and the... 20 crap let's call it 2019 we're damn near there it's Very december close. Very close. like th- this day and age that people are still supporting that kind of organization still blows my mind um so yeah so you grew up i mean people still support the u.s government they do all sorts of crazy stuff too people support What's all the alternative to the u.s government yeah to support i mean th- there is no alternative i suppose yeah, yeah, you kind of have to we, support it. You can say power to the people, but what kind of like organization, right? You know, does that give you the opposite of that? But we gotta, <laughs> we gotta support. We gotta support it at some point. I mean, we can't unsupport the 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 government. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I support it. I want the government to succeed. It has I such agree. a giant. But a giant, giant hand in in power. I want it to succeed. The the comparison I was trying to make between. Yeah, like the U.S. government and the Catholic Church would be, I think those are both organizations that probably do a lot of good things, but then also a lot of bad things. Uh, well, yeah, sure. Any giant organization, any giant organization, sure. Yeah. But the thing is, we are forced to give money to the government, i.e. taxes. Right. We are not forced to give money to the Catholic Church. That's voluntary. And that's the thing I don't understand is these people that are still giving money to the Catholic Church, knowing damn well what they are doing, what they support and what they have supported for so long with uh, just the pedophilia. I mean, there's no excuse for that. So and if it was any other organization, any if it was anything, can you imagine what the outcry would be and the boycott would be in that business would be shut down and run out of existence. But for some reason, they get <coughs> carte blanche because it's been around for such a long time. And so they're allowed to just rape little kids, hide hide these priests. Oh, you got caught? Well, let's just move you into this little dunkville in Idaho 
until you this get busted again. This isn't conspiracy either. This isn't crazy. This people isn't living. conspiracy. Not, this people aren't living in their basements, crackpot theories. Yeah, this is I know. real. It's public things. I hear it in the news on the radio, people talking about. And, and this isn't stuff that from was the like. the Vatican speaking on it. And right. It's an open public thing that's discussed. It's not like this was like not even hidden. Oh, that was forty years ago when it was completely different, and and that was before the internet, so it wasn't that bad. No, this was two weeks ago. This is like right today, right now. Like right today, you can find this information, and yet people are still going to the Catholic Church. They're still tithing, giving them ten percent, which still supports. I don't know, man. If that's your God, (laughs) I I don't believe in that, dude. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's just me. How did we get on this topic? What's uh, you're not Catholic, are you? No, no. What do you got? Uh, what no. do you think happens when we die? Oh, we got on the topic because of my uh, my mom went to Catholic school. Shout out to Austin's mom. Shout out to my mom. She's a nice lady. Brought me down to rant what that do I should not have gone down. Let's uh, what we, do you, wait. This what the first do you think happens when you die? You asked me that. Yeah. Well, uh, do, do you want an answer for me, or do you have you got a? I want your there? answer. I asked you the the question. I'd love to hear. Uh, <laughs> sorry, this is my show. I'll answer the. I'll ask the question. Um, How dare you? You know, I I I don't really know. Good answer. Yeah. Good Which answer. I've never I've never died before, and I don't know anybody who has. Never died, huh? No. I huh. don't know that I've really come close either. Yeah. But maybe. Different kinds of deaths, though, aren't there? You don't know, actually, how kind many times d- you may have just skirted death by a little bit. Sure. But, I mean, there's, like, other kinds of deaths, like spiritual death, ego death, character death. Character death. Died and reborn. Some people have actually died, saw themselves on their, you know, saw their body on the uh on the uh, doctor's table, then came back. I know a dude that swore that that happened to him, and he's like, at one point he was my best friend, and I trusted him with my life. And this is when he told me. He said when he was younger, like a teenager, he died in the doc in the hospital on the doctor's bed, floated up and saw his body, and then came back. I've I've listened to a podcast where. <coughs> They interviewed a gentleman, and I wish I could remember his name, but... Uh, NPR type thing or what? No, it was Duncan Trussell's podcast. Oh, the Duncan Trussell Family Hour. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, nice. Um, I love Duncan. And I've listened to so many of those that everybody's name starts to run together, but this guy, he researched near-death experiences, and, and he went all around talking to tons and tons of people who've had near-death experiences and kind of... Uh, compiled all that information like that kind of situation yeah, where they same died kind of situation and the the general outline he gives is that people will when they have near-death experiences they will they will float out of their body just that same type of thing and see themselves and oftentimes uh their bodies look weird your faces look you've only ever seen your face from a mirror and in photos and so when you see when you see your body after you're leaving it and you're not looking at it with your eyeballs, you know what I mean? You're viewing it from you know, a different perspective, a different, very different perspective, third body perspective, third body perspective. So you're leaving your body and it might look strange, but, um, they, they say that there's a, I'm sure you have a twin. That would be weird. Twins are weird, but to stay on the same tangent, they say you float out of your body and 
time slows down you can hear everything going on in the room and then there's a, a weird experiences of being led through your life again they say you've you've always heard that phrase of having your life, life flash before, before your, your eyes. eyes but in they say it's a, a time kind of collapses in on itself and it doesn't it doesn't feel the same way and so you live all these moments of your life again but not only do you live it from your own perspective you live it from the perspective of all the people that you interacted with and so all those positive and negative experiences you get to feel how oh. that resonated back into the universe at, at, at every given point in your life and since time's infinite and you're outside of your body you have all the time in the world to relive all those experiences and feel in real time feel from the universes in real time feel from the universe's perspective what kind of energy you were you were putting out and for some people that's hell you've you've spent your I whole life i was just life, thinking that you spent shit. your whole life being a shitty terrible person and now you get to feel exactly how you made everyone feel your whole where did life. this idea come up from i can't i can't remember the guy's name no no that's what he said time. that what that's the information he gathered from people that had near death experiences yeah it was a uh, the theory that he came up with was just kind of a compilation from talking to tons and tons of different people and these he what he did is at every you know everybody's stories that had these similarities you know he kind of whittled it all down to this one kind of of, of explanation that everybody kind of seems to have uh, these similarities happen in these phenomenons when they die that's uh, and people come back and have a um, they're not scared of death anymore because they kind of see it for what it is and it was a lot it was a lot more comforting and uh, easy for them than they thought it was going to be. A lot of people are really scared of it. Shouldn't be afraid. You shouldn't be afraid of death. It's I don't natural. Everything dies. Everything that's ever lived has and is going to die. Right. So why would that be scary? We ever. Why would something that every single living thing has to experience? Why would that be scary? Because you, you identify with your body. Because that's your ego. Yeah, that's your ego. That's afraid. But but the, the rational human, the rational brain, the rational part of your brain should be like, yeah, this is we've all done it. It's just going to happen. It is what it is. Right. You weren't afraid before you were born. That's true. Why are you afraid for after you're dead? I don't know. You ever. Uh, I don't know. They say the people that may have experienced DMT have a different kind of experience and maybe can have a different uh, perspective on that kind of subject. I haven't smoked enough DMT to really tell you. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying what they say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little little peep behind the veil. So no, to speak. I I would never uh no, nothing like that at all. I'm about ready for another beer. That sounds good. Speaking of altered uh altered states of consciousness. Yeah. Yeah, so, oh, baby, this is, uh, what what percentage is Budweiser? I got it at the liquor store. This is the first time I've had this beer in who knows it's how gonna long. It's going to be between 4 and 6%. I'm hoping it's like 5-5 five, five is I what I hope. I don't see it anywhere on the bottle. Can, rather. It's Missouri. I think it has to be. Brewed with 100% renewable electricity from wind power. Really? Yeah. You know, the shit's gluten-free. Wow. Budweiser's gluten-free for all you uh, freaks out there. Because it's made from rice. Didn't this look like a Coke can? When you look at it just right. It looks like America. Look, especially on the camera. 
at least from this angle, it's like I'm just drinking Coca-Cola. Uh, gentlemen. You mean I could have gotten away with drinking Budweiser in yeah. English class. The three of us, let's pop this at the same time. You got yours popped yet? Oh, he's still on yours. On your first. Sorry. Uno, dos, tres. Yeah. Cheers, my friend. Cheers to you. Thank you. Um. So we kind of, golly, we bounced all over the place. Let things go off the rails a little bit. Hmm. We were going to archery, to New Jersey. Are you, you're, you're from New Jersey? No. Uh, I used to live there. My, I lived with my dad after he graduated from the University of Kansas with a PhD in pharmaceutical chemistry uh, that he got a job in New Jersey working for Bristol-Myers Squibb. Okay. I don't know what that is. It is a pharma- Should I? It's a, it's a pharmaceutical company. Not necessarily unless you know a lot of pharmaceutical companies. It's a rather large one. Have you heard of Pfizer? Or yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. So that's another huge... Everybody knows Pfizer, company. yeah. Um, kind of the same... same I don't know if they're thing. necessarily the same size company, but but similar kind of thing. Okay. A um, lot of industry for pharmaceuticals is on like the east and west coast. Uh, the largest pharmaceutical developer in this area is Quintiles. Oh yeah. Um, and I think he did have a job offer from Quintiles, but it was in animal studies and wasn't necessarily. Do they do animal studies at Quintiles? Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You always hear the commercials for them. You know, hey, come be a human guinea pig, and we'll pay you a thousand bucks a week or whatever. That's a that's a dangerous um uh, not dangerous but that's a it's a risky gamble. You never really know what you're getting if you're getting a placebo if you're getting the the triple times dose. Oh, it's a triple t- They they they're not going to give you anything. You know a little bit about that world? Clinical clinical trials? Sure. Uh, it's part of what um So my dad is a a formulator and the portion of the like development he works on in a drug process uh, is uh, after discovery scientists have found they've identified a a, a, a drug with potential uh, benefits to it that could be a wide variety of different things. Like what? Benefits it is a broad word. It could be anti-cancerous. It could be, you know, I- anything that's going to benefit the society, human body, the, the human, society. the human, anything, money, whatever's going to make them money. Well, whatever's is gonna that re- what you mean? At the end of the day, whatever's going to make them money. Okay. So you, you, you get the whatever. Picture. Exactly. Okay. Um, but cancer is a good one to point to. That's, a, that's a, that's something that a lot of people suffer from. CBD. Why don't they just go CBD? Not a, there's a stigma attached to CBD and a lot of, not a lot of people want to, to take something, even though it seems holistic and natural. There's just been a long history of propaganda against Cannabis and cannabis related why products that uh, people are just uh, really hard to let go of. Why doesn't Pfizer or whatever just say, "Hey, CBD is the answer"? Trust well us. Well, that's not that's not going to make them any money, right? I could make some CBD. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm sure you could grow the plants and extract. But can't they it. get involved in the CBD industry? They got the money to get behind it. Hundred percent. I don't know why they wouldn't. Right. I think part of the issue <coughs> is is the them operating on the level that they do in multiple states and stuff and the legality. Yeah. There's a federal issue with that. CBD? Oh, wait. CBD is federally legal across yeah. the board, right? Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about them being investing in the cannabis in general. No, no. It's, uh, CBD is completely different. It's legal everywhere. Yeah, you do see that everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. That is a right market. I don't know why they wouldn't want to invest in that. Right. I don't know. I don't have a good, I don't have a good answer. I, uh, I, I don't know why I would put expect... 
the correct answer from you. I just threw it out there. <laughs> I have a buddy that worked that was uh we we used to joke and call him Lab Rat. He did a lot of uh, those trials at quintiles. Yeah, my brother's done done a couple. That's that's partially how I know about it too. How did he turn out? Fine. I mean, he made he made his money and moved on. Nothing. Do you know going in funky. kind of what? No third arms. No. Yeah. No extra nipples. No weird appendages or long lasting effects. As far as I know, he hasn't right. told me about anything. So. But do you know ahead of time what you're signing up for? Like what kind of medication no, it's going to be? Or they say, hey, so. sign up if if you're a perfect body for everything. Right. I think they give we're you just going to give you whatever of what they want, and then I'd freak how out how much money it's going to be. And yeah. Yeah. I wonder what some they of the give worst you a ones. Li- sometimes they give you a list of potential side effects. I, I remember he was in a trial where it was going to make you. It was going to. Th- it could. One of the side effects is it could potentially throw off your body's ability to sense heat. So yeah, so you could. That's dangerous. I mean, you could be touching something really, really hot and burning yourself, and you wouldn't know it. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Isn't it's that almost weird? a superpower, though. In a way. In a way, not to be able to feel that pain. Yeah. The pain's not real. The pain's that it's created by your mind to give you a warning that hey, something's fucking your body. Pain. Now. Yeah. Oh, you got no. You got nerves in your in your fucking body. Well, right. That's what I'm saying. They're sending electrical impulses to your brain to tell you, hey, that's hot. Don't touch that. But if that's not happening, if there's something right blocking that, you know, it's like it's not even happening. Oh man. I mean, you're still burning. You're just not feeling it. That's the until that's you the start burn. smelling it. That that might be an indication. <laughs> what is that smell, smell of human flesh? Oh my god, that's me! Ah, be a problem. Yeah, what do you think that smells like? That's gotta be bad. Just when you smell hair, you ever burned yourself grilling or something? Can you see that right there? And you don't even have any hair. Yeah, what'd you do there? Those are oven burns. I burn myself frequently on purpose, actually. Well, uh, you burn yourself on purpose? I'm not a sadist. I I I spin fire poi. I'm a, a fire fire poi. Yeah. What's fire poi? Fire poi is up on the screen. Poi. I don't know. If he, I don't know if he has a fire poi. Is poi pulled poi? What's the poi? P o. What is that? Uh, is that what those Hawaiians do uh, on the beach before they eat They're a pig? They're actually where it originates the uh, Maori, which the Maori people are from New Zealand. So still similar area. Oh, so uh, 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 All Blacks? The All Blacks, you know. What's that? Uh, the rugby team, and they do that big dance. The, what do they call that dance? I have no idea. I don't know anything about rugby. Oh, Come on, the all I mean a little bit. I mean as much you know as the, the average person. Who do do? I know about the screen. You know they do that. You know ah, what I mean, ah, no. Ooh. Ooh, what is that? Oh, come on. This guy. Oh, he pulled up some master ong right here. Okay, yeah, this will give you a good idea what's what's going on. So, fire poi is is performance wise the pinnacle of of poi you can spin sock poi you can spin led lights but really what you want to do is get get yourself You're spinning some. fire on what are the was that rope so you can use fire resistant rope as your tether or you can use stainless steel chain length i have chains some people stainless steel chain technora is the is the material the fire resistant rope you can use the actual thing that's on fire is a kevlar head it's it's strips of kevlar fabric that are weaved together kevlar burns it doesn't burn that's the point what is it doing? It's what? absorbent. It soaks up the fuel. So you, you soak those in... Uh, Alcohol? No, kerosene. 
kerosene. Yeah, or some sort of like mixed fuel, like some some white gas camp fuel, Coleman's fuel. I prefer pure kerosene. So the 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 heads that are made of Kevlar absorb the kerosene, and then you light them on fire, and and all your fuel burns off, and the head remains intact, because um, they're they Kevlar is an amazingly you know durable material, and they can you can soak and burn heads you know. <laughs> You know, over and over and over again, and the wicks will, you know, continue to work as long as you take care of them and put them out before the actual Kevlar starts to burn. Because once the fuel is gone, you can burn those wicks. You want to put them out when there's still a little bit of flame left on it. But you know, this looks like a uh, at a rave. Yeah, they spin them with LEDs at the raves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's actually talent in that. It's not just dudes that are hyped up on Molly. Like some those of them. dudes actually, the dudes that are good at it. They've actually got some skill. Like I can't do that. Most people, you can't. You most people, if somebody's really good That's some at coordination. spinning poi, you the average person couldn't just pick up a, a prop and start to do what they're doing. No, it I just depends. Think so. Certain people have a certain natural level of ability with their bodies, where some people find it easier just to pick up and do. Wow. But is this a guy or a girl? This is a guy. Um, That's a guy. And he's really talented. This guy is. He does a lot of uh, juggling with. Uh, you know him. You probably kids. know all the dudes, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Do Chris, you? Chris Kelly and and Marvin Ong. And so so you're into this poi world, huh? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, uh, and that's somebody that guy's been doing it for years. You know, that's years and years worth of practice. Look that's at this not guy. Something you could learn to do. Is overnight. he a white guy? Yeah, I'm not familiar with this guy. Not bad. That's clean isolation right there. <laughs> it's like uh, he's like he's doing the yo-yo trick, like yeah, a, with a yeah, yo-yo. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's probably a badass oh yo-yoer. I've thought about trying Around to do the world. with yo-yos. Walk it's the a, dog. It's a novel <laughs> idea. What if he just right on. All right, cut it. Cut it, Czar. Thanks, bro. Um, So that's what you do? You do this kind of stuff? Yeah, I do it. Uh, We were doing it a lot. We have a flow group that gets together in Lawrence on Sundays. We a do a flow, flow group? jam. What's a f- what is that? What's a flow group? What's a flow jam? <sighs> okay, so poi is not the only thing that I you I like can a slow jam. <laughs> I, like, I like to take a girl out. I do like a slow jam. Treat her to a, a nice meal. I come home. I crank on a little slow jam. Put slow jam. I put the move on her. I tell you what's up. This the slow, the now. slow jam, flow jam. We're gonna have to do a down tempo. I got this move, you guys. One. It's so good. It's so good when the slow jam's on. The girls <laughs> don't even know it's coming, and when it hits them, it's too late. Boom, call boom. That, call that a sleeper. All right, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, go back to the so the poi that you were doing. That yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, just all this last summer, I started going to uh, a flow group. on Sundays we meet in South Park in Lawrence and we'll spin fire and it's not just limited to poi there's a lot of different props that you can that you can get your hands on fire stabs fire fans fire poi all those different things just a bunch of people come out and watch you guys spin this stuff huh Eh, not really not a huge crowd of people it's just mostly other people who spin different props or juggle there's people who juggle too that'll come out uh, and we'll we'll just kind of do our thing one right after guys are like a little carnival it's like a weird little little circus yeah yeah huh what's that about how did you get involved with that what you i met some kids there's just some white dude from the midwest no i know i had i'd never heard about it before i'd never how long you been doing it about five years now okay how old are you uh 24 damn you're a young dude yeah for sure 
for sure. So you've been doing it since you were 19? Yeah. How long are you going to do it for? Yeah, until I die. Nah, really? You 100%. really like it that much? It's it's really good for your body when you wake up in the morning to do poi. It'll get your body all stretched out. I like that. Um, especially if you if you poi with something that's a little bit heavier, those weights that... What is, what is poi? It just means just spinning something? So the poi... Poi is the... I don't know how to give it a root definition because there's an overlay of a lot of how would you explain it you to do with a set of stabs that you would do with a set of I don't know what I don't know what a stab is a staff oh staff like a staff yeah. oh yeah like yeah. Donatello yeah absolutely so you do fire staff too people do a fire staff or double fire staff so they'll have two 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 stabs with a fire head at, at the end of each one or just a single staff with fire heads at each side just thinking of a video game so character yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> have you ever watch God of War you ever play God of War no, I have Xbox. He's got blades on chains that almost seem like poi. So poi is a prop. Poi okay. is a type of prop. All right. And you can take the concepts and tricks that you learn in poi with flow, and that will translate across a variety of different props. A uh, hula hoop, stabs. Oh, okay. I can get a hold of a hula hoop and start doing oh, yeah? weird dances and manipulations oh, cool. with it. Yeah. A lot of the tricks... Uh, you move your body and you move the prop in a way it's called object manipulation to, to make this like illusion of fluidity so that the viewers think <coughs> that, you know, the object sliding through your while hand. While you're going there, like I that. need Zara to pull up something real quick. Uh, and then we'll, we'll get to it here in a minute. Uh, check. Just, just Google chick twerk hula hoop on ass. Oh yeah. You're, you're, you're All right, let's go back. We'll, we'll come up to this here in a minute. Yeah, but so a grip of those videos. There's a bunch of them. I bet there is. I've never looked it up. I wouldn't know right. about that. Me neither. But I'm sure that I'm sure that it's out there. Yeah, so you're saying with the the poi and uh, how the you poi, define how yeah. you define it how to define like define poi. I define poi itself as the prop. Yeah. Um and so it's anything that's just what like evenly balanced on both ends or something? No, you're gonna have the point of rotations at your hand. So you're gonna have your hand and then a tether of variety of length. Some people like short poi, some people like really long poi. But it's a <laughs> Let everyone see this. <laughs> P- pull up on the big screen. Part of what's important about poi is that it's a non static prop. And what that means is you could spin two white girl weighted sticks, and that's almost like doing double staff. Look at this white girl. Go. Go, white girl. Go, white girl. Go. Uh. Was she about five foot two? Yeah. <laughs> dirt nasty. Oh, dirt nasty's good. That dude's funny. All right. Sorry. We got distracted. Oh, you're fine. You're that's fine. what I do. I think what's special about poi in, in in relation to any other sort of prop that you could spin is that it's it's non-static. So the yeah, those 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 ropes that you saw when you don't have them spinning through the air, they're completely malleable. You know what I mean? Right. Where it's on a string. Right, right, right. Um, and that what that allows you to do, I mean, is is you can wrap them around your body. So yeah. So you can take that and slap it on your arm and it'll wrap all the way around there and then you can flick it back and <laughs> pull it off and it looks it looks neat it looks neat the, the whole point it's like a martial art it's supposed to look neat it's a visual performance thing I, I i you could kick the shit out of somebody with a pair of poi if you wanted to i fucked myself up with them before right it's the force like nunchucks the force of, of swinging something around with with that weight on it you know you could knock yourself out it's a problem they say they really recommend you have a, a spotter with you ever getting black case. eyes or anything or break a nose or knock I've a s- tooth out I've or smacked myself in the face i've burnt hair 
I've never knocked a tooth out. Yet. You're not trying hard enough. I've never I've never also I've never <laughs> caught anything on fire. I've never caught myself on fire. I've yeah. seen some fire accidents involving people. I've seen some people get fuel on themselves Newbies. and catch on fire. Or seasoned vets or maybe not vets, but maybe people have had a little bit too much to drink. Oh, there too we much go. To smoke. What happened? Weren't practicing the best fire safety. Um You guys take it serious? No. Safety, I was going to say, it doesn't no, seem like no, I'd be not, taking that not, shit Not serious. as safe as the community would like us to. There's right. Lot, there's lots of people online <laughs> who get mad if you spin by yourself without spotters. They think it's dangerous if some sort of accident were to happen. Right. That caused property to be damaged or people to be hurt, that it could reflect poorly. They're more worried about. Poi spinning community. They're, right. they're, they're worried about the how it's viewed from the public's perception. You know what I mean? Uh, they don't yeah. want they don't want Poi to get banned or anything like that because yeah. you know young kids playing with fire cause you know, <laughs> problems. So you take it you take it as seriously as you can, but I mean I don't have when I spin by myself I will spin solo sets by myself and I won't have without fire. No, with fire. I'll, oh yeah, I'll, I'll light up by myself and spin by myself and I won't have a spotter and I won't have anything on hand to put them out with. We don't have fire extinguisher. Oh, turn it on mute. We can hear it in our earphones. Oh, are you pulling yeah. up a poor oh, he's accident? Just, yeah, oh, he's just yeah, looking stuff do. up. If he finds something, it's we'll a look good at warning it, for people. If you don't take it seriously, you can really injure yourself, I and mean, you can right. die from spinning poi. You know, you are at least at the very least, you're going to get third degree burns. How do you get involved with poi though? Like, how did you get involved? I, with I, it? It's so weird. I saw someone do it. I saw someone do it Live, in person. In person, a lot of people who get involved in it, they see a cool internet video or they see somebody spinning lights at a rave, and they're like, "Hey, that's neat. I want to try that." Uh-huh. I saw people who had fire heads and they lit up and spun fire in front of me and were really good at it where just at my friend's house it was just some kids Here? i met in yeah in the midwest oh. absolutely in lee summit missouri just some kids who had been doing it for a little while and were, were pretty decent f- and i watched them light up how did it, they get involved with it I, I, they i think they i think they were in high school and somebody so weird somebody saw me. it on the internet that's so weird they somebody saw it on the internet and was like oh that's neat and there's they so much shit to see on the internet yeah i think that's fine. where it came from. look at this dude is he going to – I'm sure all kinds of accidents happen. Look, yeah. yeah. Anytime you mess with fire and white people in the Midwest, shit's bound, bound to go down. You know? I'm white also, white I, people I'm and also fire, they don't yeah. – I'm a, I'm a pyromaniac. I, I played well, yeah, matches and shit when I was you're a little a dude. kid. You're, so. Well, you're a white dude. White dudes are pyros. Are black dudes pyros? Mm-hmm. Are Mexicans mm-hmm. pyros? Yeah, Mexican Mexicans dudes pyros? fireworks. Chinese are. They invented chi- – I see it's a male thing. Dudes are just pyros of all races. Yeah, we just, they want to see shit. You know, we just they found see something. shit burn and explode. Or we both. just found something we can all relate to. Every race around if the world. We all are pyros. All dudes are pyros. <laughs> After you get done looking up uh, accidents, you should pull up um, Sparkler Poi. Just think about the, the dude. The She's got fire fans. So that's, a, that's a static prop. That's multi, multiple heads in a radial uh, symmetry from your hand. Uh, for it's the audio version, we are watching this chick with about 10 different sticks of things that are on fire, and yeah. she's holding them so in two hands, those, spinning e- them around. Each of those in those hands, that's one prop each. I got gotcha. you. So it's a fan. It's a fan with fire heads. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, my gosh. She yep. just ate fire. Oh, yeah. It went down her throat. Mm. She just deep-throated a, a hot marshmallow. 
and it went all the way down eight inches her down her throat. And chest her hair is up. Fire. She's got yeah. too much hairspray on. She people was, are wrapping her up. Okay, so she was trying to do something I don't recommend most people do, especially without a lot of practice, which is breathe. She's fire. still on fire. Because you have to put. They had to put the fire extinguisher down her face. That's, oh, wow. that's the dangers. Of I hope it was worth it. Safety. How much yeah. did that girl get paid? Not a lot. Fire Not spinners, enough. Fire spinners don't get paid a lot. It's an art of passion for sure. Really? She was trying to fire breathe at the end there. Can you fire oh, breathe? Sparkler boy. I don't like to put fuel in my mouth. Can you do fire breathing a different way? No. Alcohol? Uh, rubbing alcohol? Yeah. Or, or you uh, do, uh, Everclear? You could do Everclear. You could 100% do Everclear. I just haven't tried it. I Why just not? Who wants to spend forty dollars on a bottle of Everclear so you can fucking? Everclear's the cheapest alcohol out there. You can I get know. a fifth of it for probably fifteen dollars. Okay, well, less than that. If I'm going to do it, I'll no. buy you the thing at Everclear if just you to watch me breathe fire. I'll do it with alcohol. <laughs> I will hundred percent try it. I'm not afraid to, and I know the proper technique and everything. Um, I don't people. I've seen people put kerosene and tiki fuel and Coleman's fuel and all sorts of fuel in their in mouth. Their, in their mouth. That's stupid. Their mouth's absorbent. And That's it's, stupid. It's bad. It's not a good deal. So I don't recommend that. I've had people breathe fire on my poi. Um, oh, so that's kind of cool. I'll be spinning and someone will run up and go, you know. And that's kind of cool. Which is that that adds a very, you know, you could do like a, a good yeah. finale to a performance or something like that. Uh, yeah, if somebody sneak up and spit some spit some fuel, yeah. on what you're spinning, it's dangerous though. That's yeah. it adds an element of unpredictability. Yeah, fire is dangerous no matter how exactly. you mess with exactly. it. So this is you 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 take cages and fill them with steel wool and light it on fire and it causes oh, these right, right. embers to come off. It yeah. looks really cool because there's a cool. there's a weight the way it floats and then falls. You so know, you're making the whole point of this is you're making shapes. It's harder to see with this. It's easier to see with the probably, LEDs in the uh, fire. There's all sorts of, of of there's probably 15 people watching him do this. You're making specific uh, flowers with those poi to different points, and that's how you learn how to do it. You figure out what the points are and the shapes that you're supposed to be making. It's cool. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't necessarily cool. get into it to it perform. Awesome. I started doing it uh, actually related to meditation. I was just gonna say that it seems when very you spin, uh, you get locked into a uh, flow state, and you you're I don't know. For me, it was very calming, and it was something to focus your energy into, and that you could. You, it was very easy for me to take my mind off of everything while I was I was spinning. Forward. I could see that. I could really see Put that. Put some music on and, and you know jam out and, and get into to moving around. And it's good. It stretches your body out. Right. It's, it's good for you. It's a brain exercise, learning to move your hands to different points and do things with your non-dominant hand. Because you have to utilize. If you notice what they're doing, a lot of those movements are symmetrical between their left and right hand, and they're being mirrored in opposites. And learning how to do things with your non-dominant hand is really um, beneficial for life um, cognitive brain huh. function oh yeah it, it increases the gray matter in your brain learning to juggle does the same thing <clears throat> oh i can juggle it's that's good for your brain barely but I can it's do good it. for your brain the more you practice that and other things like that the uh, you know the better it's going to be for you this is weird that anybody gets involved with this that doesn't live on an island yeah <laughs> it's the midwest and you picture dudes in hawaiian t-shirts spinning on a beach yeah you know what i mean guys in tiki hula it's skirts it's crazy that you got involved with that I love it. It's great. It's Ooh. just it's one of my passions. So you moved from here and then you moved to New Jersey, then what and came then you back. Why'd you come back? Uh I got finished with high school and I wasn't really sure where I was going with my life, so I just moved back in with my mom because I hadn't okay. seen her in a while because she'd been living out in the oh, Midwest. She, okay. 
um, all my family was from here, so I'd been away oh, from right the yeah. whole family the entire time. So after that, oh, that long that period makes of time, sense, then that's easy to come back, back to. with the family. Yeah, so it's easy. Right. yeah, most people sick of their family by the time they finish high school. I hadn't seen right, them, so I was game to come and. Come Did you like New Jersey? It was great. I loved it. It was a fantastic experience. I'd love to go back. I haven't been back since. I've still got some friends out there. What's food good? What's food out there like? like food out I there. think a good it's pizza. Italian food, pizza. It's really pizza good. Pizza really good. Just really good Indian food. Really huh. I don't eat a lot of Indian food. Indian, Indian, Indian food's delicious. good. I can make some good Indian food. I can make some good uh, Thai <laughs> food, some good curry. Oh, you like to cook? Oh, I love to cook. Yeah? Yeah. I. Uh, oh, wait. You work at a pizza joint. Do you yeah, cook there? Yeah. I, I do everything there. Do you um, own it, or what's the deal with this? I'm a manager. I So yeah. I just I run the day-to-day operations. Just right on. Just like a shift manager. So... Nothing too special. It's oh. a it's a locally owned business. It's a small business. We have a couple of stores in state. They just opened one in Des Moines was the last store that they opened. But there's only like five stores. What's it called? Papa Kino's. Papa, Papa Kino's? Shout out to Papa Kino's Pizzeria. Papa slice Kino's. as big as your face. Yeah? Yeah, they got big slices. New they York make a, style? They make a 26-inch pie. It's all New York style. Thin oh, crust. I'm so hungry. Light sauce, light cheese. I'm so hungry. All fresh toppings. We mix that dough fresh. We do a Sicilian. Papa Kino's does a Sicilian in the 18, so we do have a deep dish option. That's the only deep dish pizza we do. We could go to Domino's. I get half Everything off. Everything else is thin crust. Yeah, I got Domino's half off at right. Domino's. Domino's is all right. It's not bad. It's, it's actually okay. not that bad. That's They're literally that's what everybody says about Domino's, though. It's, it's all right. It's, it's really right. not that bad. It's okay. like, this is good. I used to, I was a big Papa John's fan. I think Papa John's is like legit. John's. And then I started. I had a friend who worked for Papa John's. They have fresh dough. Yeah. Having fresh, non-frozen dough is very important to me. Fresh mixed dough. I think Domino's isn't frozen. It's yeah. it's fresh. I also had a friend who worked for Domino's. That pizza hustle. People love pizza. People love pizza. Oh yeah, pizza's fucking good. Who doesn't love pizza? What an odd idea, though. Pizza. If you think about it. Yeah, it's very strange. We're gonna take this dough in a I circle and stretch it out and put a thin layer of tomato sauce on it and some cheese and then bake it to a crisp in an oven. It's not that weird if you think about it because it had to have been poor Italians that made it up, and they just had a little bit of this. You know, we just got a little bit of dough left. A bit of dough. I got just a little bit a of little tomato bit left. Of Let's smash it up so we all get some. And oh hey, I have a little bit of cheese left. Jeez. Let's put this together. Because think about I'm. We were just talking about we're both poor. Sometimes, yeah, I'll, like before you guys came over here, I had peanut butter toast. <laughs> I was like, what, what's quick and easy and cheap? And it was going to give me some protein. Yeah. yeah peanut yeah. butter toast peanut and, butter and beer. Cheers. I was thinking that pizza's like a, las- like a lasagna knockoff. Pizza's a lasagna knockoff? Yeah, bro. Because in lasagna, <coughs> you One layer? It's like one layer? Yeah. Only thing you don't have is cottage cheese. Yeah. And you can do cottage cheese easily. Yeah, Bread, yeah. I gotta. I don't like. I gotta I'd, pee I'd so take bad. The pizza. I take the bread. I lasted. I lasted a fairly long time before I had to pee. But this is. Uh, I'm gonna pee and then I'll be right back. Uh, can you hold court for like hold court two minutes? Talk it. about uh, pizza. Talk about pizza, boy. Uh, boy, what what can you talk about for a couple minutes? You got anything good? Duncan Trust. We'll talk about your how you got involved with podcasts. You were saying something about uh, 
you first start listening to Kevin, G- Smith. Ke- Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith has a podcast. He has. He's got like he's, four of them. He's got a litany of podcasts now. He's got a Go whole ahead and break podcast your podcast network. journey down, and I'm going to piss. But it didn't always start out that way. Um, he originally started with a podcast called Smodcast. Smodcast, which stands for uh, Smith and Mosier. Smith and Mosier, they replaced. They took off the, the P off podcast, SM, Smodcast. Smith and Mosier, that's the last name of Kevin Smith, and then Scott Mosier, yeah. which is his producer on all his films that he makes. Um, and they started this podcast together, really, I think, before pop podcasts were a popular thing. Um, I, I, you know, I, I hadn't heard of podcasting before that. And I started listening to those. Um, I do uh, yard work at my dad's house. I'd be mowing the lawn or raking leaves, and you're doing you're doing yard work for hours at a time. You got your headphones in, and you've chewed through all the music that you have that you want to listen to, and then it's on to people talking. Yeah. So. I don't know. I watch GGN, the good old Good Gangster News with Snoop Doggy Dog. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I love Snoop Dogg. That's my shit every morning. What do you think about this poi business? It looks fucking dope. I'd be scared about burning myself, and this dude's in a life beater. Fuck that. I've got my heads and fuel in the car. Like, do this later. Bro, <laughs> okay, we can record a Tuesday adventure. Yeah. Uh, We'd have to go to my house and get my camera. But, yeah, after, after I started listening to Kevin Smith's podcast, and Kevin Smith and Friends, uh... I don't know how I started listening to Joe Rogan's podcast, but that's a rather, rather popular one, and that's my favorite. and that 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 linked me into quite a few different stand-up comedians podcasts, and I just love I love Joe's the variety of guests that he has on there, stand-up comedians, scientists, fighters, athletes of all different variety. Yeah, um, that's what uh, I I. I t- when I try to tell people about my podcast, I'm like, I'm like a poor man's Joe Rogan. Like, I'm I'm not as good looking and not as smart, but it's like the same premise. <laughs> my guests aren't as famous, but that doesn't mean they're not good. Like, I've got a lot of good, fun guests and a lot of fun episodes. How many, what episode, how many episodes are you in? What episode is this? This will be 29. 29, like all right. Yeah. I think this is 29. Yeah, so I'm coming along. That's not bad. Not bad. Been doing it for a little bit. It's uh it's been it's been a journey and it's still continuing to be one. It's still yeah, I'm still brand new at it. But it it grows every day. It's what I'm to gonna watch. say, my best recommendation to you and don't take this the wrong way, is to consistency with your releases. If you if this is your Monday thing that you put out and you do it yep. on Mondays, try to do it every Monday. I pretty much every do. Monday. I put on my uh, web, like, if uh, if you look on my YouTube page or anything like that, I put on there that I, I put most Mondays. Ep- new episodes available are put out most Mondays. So almost every Monday. Every now and then I mess up, oh, we got to hit the jewel. Is this a jewel? No. No, this same is, type of thing, though. This is an e-leaf. E-leaf. I mean, same type of thing. With nicotine. An a, with an Aspire tank on it. Okay, I don't know what that means. You it's kids just, in it's your a vapes. brand of tank. What's up with these vapes? It's nicotine, yeah? I do it to quit smoking. It's good. Yeah. I used to smoke a pack a day. Yeah. And then you started vaping? I, 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 st- I quit smoking cigarettes when I started vaping, and I stopped vaping when I had a kid. 
Really? Actually, I stopped. I definitely yeah. stopped smoking cigarettes when I had a kid. I stopped vaping shortly after I had a kid. So, kids vaping, do that. To vaping you. is what helped me stop smoking cigarettes, though. A re- legit and, did. And having a kid. But and mostly, a kid, yeah. I had stopped smoking cigarettes before I had a child. Um, but that definitely is a huge boost. You know, you don't you want to be around as long as possible. How for old your is your ones. kid? Well, she's three. Three? Oh, that's a fun. That's that's, th- that's a fun age. Getting that personality. She's her own little person yeah. now. Yeah. I've got a little bit of an attitude. Right. But she's got, you know, it's nice to hear her wants and stuff like that. She can vocalize, you know, I want to do this. I want to do that. Uh I want to go see this person. I want to go see (laughs) that person. Yeah. 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 I've got it. It's great because you get to say no. (laughs) (laughs) You get (laughs) it. That's hard to say no. As a, as it's a hard to say no, but it's important to to say no to your kids sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Because they have to understand that you don't always you don't always get what you want. No, in this, this life. is not and your sometimes world. Sometimes you can ask nicely and you can do all the right yeah. things, and you're still not going to get what you want. Uh, yeah. Sometimes the answer is just no. And sometimes you're it's still going to time out. Sometimes, even if you're sorry, <laughs> even <laughs> if you're sorry, you still got three. Go to that's out. a fun age. Yeah, I've got a five year old and a two year old, and uh, yeah, kids will kids will flip your world upside down. Yeah, you were talking about death and rebirth, and that was the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. The death of my old self and the rebirth. Right, exactly, right? A lot of people go through a lot of that in their lives. Yeah. I'd I'd feel sad for someone if they didn't at least go through a couple of deaths and rebirths. Who wants to stay static and be the same person? Most people do. Most people do. Some people don't. Most boring people want. They just want to be comfortable. They don't want change. This is working for me. It's inevitable, though. Change? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but people don't like it. They just want to stick in their little bubble. Because it's easy. Yeah, people love an easy life. Why? Because it's easy. Is that human nature? Or yeah. something else? Hmm. Do animals want easy lives? Do other animals besides humans want easier yeah, lives? Yeah, you know what? They kind of do. They do. They do. I we mean, just have the ability to live such luxurious lives of comfort that we can reach this like apex level of comfort. Some animals, <laughs> you know, just little things right. for them, you know, mean the world or are, are comforting. And I think we could, you know, we would do well to adopt that kind of perspective yeah. and be more appreciative for the small things that make our lives easier that, you know, other things might not have access to. Or even other people. There's lots of people who don't enjoy the same level, uh, quality of life that you and I even being poor people in America, we're, we're, in the we're 1%. better off. You're better off than most of the people on the planet. No, we're in the 1% in the world. Yeah, absolutely. I think if from you From a global perspective, for From sure. a global perspective, if it's like, I think, 32000 if you make $32,000 a year, you're in the 1%. I've heard that number adjusted a little bit between thirty and 50000 but That's a huge jump. If Yeah. Well, sort of. Thirty and fifty is a lot. That's a big jump. A twenty thousand dollar difference. That's a big jump. That's almost twice what you're making at thirty. I mean, that's, that's true. Just think of that significant. If you were making thirty, and then all of a sudden you got a bonus and you were making twenty more, that would change your life. It would. You're right. I'm change sorry. your life. But I have heard yeah. that number disputed. Now let's split it and say forty. Sure. Forty in the one. Let's say forty in the one percent of. But what I'm trying to say at the end of the day. I'm sure the average income for Americans falls, you know, somewhere close to that. I think the majority of people oh, yeah. in America probably make at least, you know, oh, even yeah. people in poverty are making twenty thousand more than uh, more the, the poor year. soul that's in uh, Liberia. Can we? On the beach. Can you? If someone, 
If someone's making minimum wage for a year, can you pull up what they would make after taxes if they worked forty hours a week for an entire year with like no what, about thirteen no grand or so? Or I don't know. I'm curious. Uh, the minimum wage I think right now is seven fifty. Um, I've never made minimum wage at any of the jobs I've ever worked, and I'm curious if people are able, if you're actually able to live off of minimum wage without any sort of government assistance, such as like food stamps. Oh no, you like can't. That. You can't. You can't. No possible. Fucking way. There's no way. No, there's no way. Not if you got kids. If you're a single dude, probably. The annual earnings of a full time minimum wage worker is fifteen thousand dollars. At the current federal minimum wage yep. at seven twenty five. Full time work means two thousand fifteen thousand dollars a year, which is forty hours each week. However, many states have their own minimum wages, including twenty nine that are currently higher than the federal rate. Yeah. Shout out to those twenty nine states. Uh, Kansas City just up theirs, I think. I don't know what it is, but yeah, yeah, fifteen thousand. It's about but where you live you know, too. Seven twenty-five on in the Midwest is different from seven twenty-five on the coast too. But you know, you shouldn't. I, I don't even know why that's an argument. You should be able to w- easily make a make a job. Do you believe in a higher minimum wage? Do you believe in raising the minimum wage up ten, fifteen dollars an hour? No. No. Why not? I don't want my hamburger to cost nine dollars. But. I don't, I don't know enough about economics to get really deeply involved in this argument. I don't want to speak from a place where I don't know about. But it's not good. It's not good on the economy. Over if you just, it, it should probably be more than seven twenty-five. But who's working? Who's working for seven twenty-five an hour? Well, nobody, right? Because you said it's impossible. But there's got to be somebody. No, there's a lot of people are. Well, right, and they're probably. But a what's a minimum wage assistance. job? I don't know. <sighs> I really don't know. I mean, McDonald's pays more than minimum wage. Yeah, they do. They start at like ten. Everybody $10 does. Who the fuck are you gonna find a minimum hour? wage job? Even most, fa- yeah, most fast food places don't pay. You know wage. the. Pe- I think working at like a grocery store on a register, uh, and at even at a lot of pizza places and food places where people are making tips, like a a waiter or a waitress is gonna work at minimum wage most likely, or even oh, no, less than less. minimum wage. I served for a long time. Like I was making like dollars an hour. No, or no, something like that. $4 like three twenty five an hour. They have to tip you out to a minimum wage. It's though. enough to pay you your taxes. You are making. You are making seven twenty five as as a waiter or a waitress. That 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 institution's obligated to tip you out at the end of the night up to a minimum wage if you did not. No, you make more than minimum wage to make as a server. Wage. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think the argument I would say, I think for raising wage. the minimum wage is that you're putting more money in the pockets of people who are going to spend it and stimulate the economy. Because uh, at the end of the day, people high school who are kids. Not high school kids, and and actually, yeah, high school kids. Because what if all, they? Yeah, if that's th- all they're gonna do. If they work sure. part time and they make that fifteen dollars an hour, literally ninety five percent of that money is going to get spent, and that pushes it right back in into the economy, which is a good thing. I so we're just giving them more money to give back to us, essentially. What's the but point that's of that? what you want, right? I guess, but we could just keep that money ourselves instead of giving them, hoping that they're going to spend it where we want them to spend it. Well, I'm not going to trust a a 15-year-old to spend the money where I want them to spend it. I'd rather keep it myself and spend it where I want to spend it. That's true, because you do vote with your dollar, and who knows what Uh they're going to vote for. Exactly. Well, kids these days are dumb. They're watching... uh, Everybody's dumb. It doesn't have to be doing just being a kid. (laughs) Ah, the kids are dumb these days. Dumb kids grow up to be dumb adults. Actually, you know what? The the kids these days are actually really kind of smart. I've actually noticed that there's 
surprisingly some smart younger people out there and it's kind of cool to see gives you hope for the future right Uh uh-huh it does it does i'm not gonna be that crotchety old man that thinks ah when when i was younger we were so much smarter no we were dumb my generation we were dumb we were so stupid and now we're the ones that are raising kids good luck (laughs) good luck man the the generation that brought you uh I don't know. Grunge music followed by anti-grunge music. What is anti-grunge music? Yeah, you know, like Cranberries. Blink-182. Uh-huh. Uh, Blink Cranberries uh, not, Blink, is not right. Blink-182, but like uh, Matchbox 20. Oh, that's not that. Yeah. Oh, okay. 21 Pilots? No, not them. That's way, way, way after that's, that. That's Yeah, it's too, too new. 21 Pilots is trash? It's not good. I like 21 Pilots. I think they kind of... They got a 311 feel to them. It's too poppy. I... I don't know. I've heard two of their songs and they were good to me. <laughs> I like the two songs. They were fine. Hey, it's man, I'm opinion. more. <coughs> what do you like? For I music? like being a critic, but I I also like to praise people, even if they're making music that I don't like. I think making music is an important endeavor. What kind of music are you into? <coughs> I like. Obviously, I mean, you saw the poise spinning and stuff like that. I'm, I'm into like electronic music. Bass heavy, oh, that makes like sense. I didn't. I actually didn't think like about bass. that. I didn't. Put I two like. Two together. I also like hip hop and rap, and I also. I don't listen to a lot of like metal or rock music or current rock music, but there's yeah. uh, definitely like classic rock that I'm really into. Okay. A lot. Older like blues stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What's your playlist look like? If I were to open up your phone, what are we gonna find on there? Poi music mixed oh, with man. Tyga. No. No, you'll find. Uh, Dude, I'm so see. addicted to Tiger we videos. Were, we right were now. listening to the new McJenkins album McJenkins on the way over here. I don't know who McJenkins is. You don't know who McJenkins is. Should I? You should. Why? He's just a very talented, uh, very talented artist. Hip hop, really good music. Yeah, really good hip hop music. White guy, black guy from Chicago. McJenkins and he's black. Side. Yeah, McJenkins. Is he Irish? I don't know. It's gotta I think be. So. It's gotta be a black Irishman with McJenkins. Maybe. McJenkins, I shit you not. That's the name. McJenkins is the man. Yeah, I love hip hop out of Chicago. They have a lot of good artists that come out of there. Yeah, yeah, always. Uh, We're listening to some some Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack, okay. Yeah, he's pretty good. I would classify that as as hip hop for sure. Um. So as far as electronica goes, I was mm. listening to. Uh, I went and saw G Jones and Yeti at the Granada the other night in Lawrence. Oh Kansas. yeah, you guys always get some good music out That's there. Good show, stuff Lawrence, like huh? Lawrence, Kansas. So Kansas sucks. Lawrence, not bad. I would agree with you there. I went to high school in Leavenworth, and I hate that place. Oh jeez. Yeah, but I did go out to Lo- Lawrence quite a few times. Leavenworth is old. Yeah, it is. It looks vintage. Mm. It is vintage. It's awful. Um. But yeah, we used to go. I I used to whoop it up at uh, the Granada. Yeah. Ooh, is uh, the outhouse still there? The outhouse is still there. Really? Yes. And the pink flamingo, aka the dirty bird. Is that the juice bar? They're all. I think they're all <coughs> juice bars now. If they weren't before. Outhouses? I think so. Outhouses bring your own booze. Is it? When I grew up, it was bring your own booze. You could bring a cooler full of beer. You could bring a fifth of vodka. You could bring it out just. Walk on in there with it, and then they would charge you for like a Coke. Like, if you wanted a, a, a glass for Cokes, you could have rum and Coke. 
they charge you like five bucks mm. for a glass of coke or something. The like only that. strip club I've been to is Bazookas in Kansas City. I haven't been to any ones in Lawrence, but I've I've told I've been I've been told that I should uh, check. Wait a minute, you live out there? And you've never been to the Outhouse? That is a staple. That's a Kansas City staple. That's a young man staple. Twenty four. You're not getting any younger. I know it's not the fanciest strip club in the no, world. No, that's what's so we great about, about it. Being poor though. No, that's the poor man strip club. I know. That's the point. Go in there with $30, $30, bring your own booze, and bring $30 in there. There's more than just that $30 that goes into that night. The night of going to the strip club to me is not just the strip club. There's a lot of partying that's probably going to happen before and Look, afterwards. So. Just just buy yourself. Do you live alone? More or less, yeah. I mean, more I, or I, less? I have my kid occasionally. But occasionally you have your myself. kid. I live by myself primarily. But you live by yourself primarily. Yeah. Do you have a night alone where you can just do whatever the fuck you want? I have to schedule it. Okay, well, schedule <laughs> thirty dollars. Days off. I schedule days off. There's not schedule days off. A uh, night off on where you can days. bring thirty dollars and bring a six pack of your favorite IPA. Bring that up to the outhouse with thirty dollars of of dollar bills. Thirty one dollar bills. Go up there, dude. I'm telling you, you'll probably come home with with twenty dollars in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you seriously, I I've got stories about the outhouse, man. That's that's outhouse. That was that's the recommendation. That right. is the recommendation, especially when you live out there. I went out there. I, oh man, yeah, yeah. I went out there. Well, My friends I, took me out. I hope there. you invite me back, and I hope I I go to the outhouse in the meantime. And I have stories. I'm only inviting you back stories after you've been outhouse. to the outhouse. <laughs> it's contingent upon that. Yeah, have me on the line. Be like. Yeah. Let me know. When I was, uh, I, I want to say 22, my friends took me out for my 22nd birthday. And we stopped at a couple different strip joints. And we went, ended up at the at the outhouse. And they, uh, they were snickering, laughing at me this whole time when we were there. And, of course, getting drunk. And all of a sudden, the music stops. And they go, all right. Ryan, come on up to the stage. I was like, what, no wait a minute. That's me. Way. I go, what the fuck's going on here? And they had a chair up there. I was like, oh, oh shit. Man. Oh, shit. So I go up on the stage, and it's right right next to the pole. And I sit down, and four of the hottest chicks at the outhouse come up, and they're doing this dance. They're dancing on me. And then it starts getting a little rough. They're on top of me, jumping up and down as hard as they can. And then this one bitch, she climbs to the top of the pole and then just falls down. Falls down, all gravity and all right into my lap. Boom! And they're just doing it and they're just they're kind of slapping me. They're having a good time. But they're, they're hitting me pretty hard. And I'm like, all right, I can handle this, whatever. I'm young, I'm drunk, whatever. Then they take my belt off. I had a nice leather belt. They take that off, and then, you know, oh, haha, why don't you get bend over? I'm like, all right, what's going on? I bend over, and they go, all right, 22 whips. So they take my belt and start hitting me on the ass lightly for the first couple times. <laughs> and then they whipped they lit, the, you they lit me up like you would not believe. Uh, I had a. Girl, yeah, fucking around. I, had I was a, one of those girls. I'd fuck you up too. I had kind of a girlfriend at the time, you know, and she saw me like a couple days later, and she goes, "Holy shit, this is really bad." I mean, I had welt belt welts that were like raised off my ass, red and purple across my just uh, all uh, up and down. It was. They said, "Holy cow, you did really good. We've never seen a guy not 
get brought to tears doing this before. And I didn't cry. I just took it. So my question for you is, how much do I have to pay for them to do that to me? Uh, that I don't know. I didn't ask my friends. I bet that you. That doesn't sound cheap. Honestly, I bet it wasn't more than $40. They definitely enjoyed it. Yeah. They don't always enjoy what they do, but they. They beat the crap out of me. They enjoyed that one. I ended up getting one of their numbers afterwards. That's neither here nor there. I took it like a man. First guy that didn't cry. Props. And uh, that's my that's one of my outhouse that's stories. One of your outhouse stories. One of my outhouse. It's a good one. Yeah, it's not bad. So yeah, go out there. Go to the outhouse. Go to the outhouse. Yeah. Everybody, that's the Kansas City staple. Anyone that's from around here, they everybody know at least my age. I'm significantly older than you. Uh, anybody my age, they know the outhouse and they know the story. Everyone's got a story like that. Yep. Poi, outhouse, outhouse, beer, beer. You got anything else you uh, want to end this bad boy on? Where can we find you? Where can I find your poi stuff? Fuck. You got Instagram? I have an Instagram. You got poi shit on there? I do have poi shit on there a little bit. Is is poi your main thing? Do you do a lot of poi stuff? Like, do you? I do a little bit of poi. What's uh, your main thing, I man? I make some music. You do? What kind of music? Hip hop. Oh, you primarily. do? I play the drums, but uh, right now I've been making some, some hip-hop rap? tracks. Yeah, I rap a little bit. Really? A little bit, yeah. Can I tell you, I was before you guys got over here, I am addicted to rap videos. So Rap I, videos are the best. They're great now. They're fantastic. They are so good now. I mentioned Tyga earlier. That guy, I can't get enough of his videos. He's just got... I want to... Can I just... I want to live like a fucking rapper for one day. Who doesn't? That's the yeah. Make it dip. Make it. Can I? I want to be in a rap video. I'm putting this out there to the universe. I want to be in a rap video where a chick is twerking on me. Do you want just a vulgar rap song? Because I'll just write a fucking vulgar <laughs> rap song and then like be like. Why don't you have a? You said you have a theme song to your to your show. Yeah. You need to have a a, a rap version of it or something like that. Do like a hip hop intro. Uh, that's yeah, all you, man. You say Instagram booty. I do say Instagram booty. Huh? Get a bitch to twerk? How? Hit up Tinder? Yeah. And say what? Tinder's a good say, spot. Hey, I'm pretty locally famous. Lie a little bit. Lie a little bit. That's lying a lot. Nobody locally always, knows me. Uh, always leverage your... White lie. Is that... Uh, you know, listen. Just because I'm white. How dare you? How dare you? Are you saying white lie because I'm white? No, I would say white lie if I made it. Mm, I don't believe you. <laughs> you think I'm just a liar because I'm white? Is that what you're saying? You're the race yeah, I am pulling the reverse race card. <laughs> if you want to find my, I checked my white privilege at the door, son. <laughs> you need a sign right above. Let everybody remind everybody that they need to check that. You know, I could remind you is if I if I could grab another beer. I can't ask the uh, the black guy over here to do that after we just talked about right white privilege. He'd never come back. It looks like Brendan, will you come back again like if I have you get me a beer? <laughs> yeah. Don't hey, don't fuck this table up. It just looks pretty. If you want to find my it's Instagram, it's a cheap ass table. It's Big Poppy four twenty B I G G P A P I four twenty Big Poppy four twenty Big Poppy four twenty. Shout out to the casual deities. Just Row and P Tree on SoundCloud. Those are my homies that I make music with. 
You've got? Do you have an album out or anything? They've got some music out. I've just got a couple features on some. Where tracks can I find some, some of your music? I'm working on. I d- I don't have anything out besides just features on people's tracks and shit right How now. How did you get started out with uh, this whole just, rap business? Just my friends who make music. That's th- that's the reason I'm just I'll hop on their tracks and stuff. How did you figure out you were uh, able to do it? Uh, just hanging out freestyling with them. That's the root of it, really. How do you find figure out what your flow is? Uh, you got to relax and get in the zone. Do you have an inspiration? Like, that. who did you grow up listening to? Because you're 24. East Coast rap. What? Notorious what? B.I.G. Like come on, Wu, man. Wu-Tang no, Clan. No, come on. You're 24. What do you mean? That's what I grew up listening to. Come on. How? But my dad probably? I'm 39. That's what I grew up listening to. Yeah, like middle like middle school. Illmatic. I was listening to. Illmatic, one of the greatest to albums Wu-Tang ever. Wu-Tang Clan and Notorious B.I.G. Really big into the East Coast hip-hop. Lately. That that new wave of East Coast hip hop, the Underachievers, Flatbush Zombie, Progressive Era, that Pro Era, you enjoy Badass and them, all that shit. That's flame. That stuff's great music. Uh, who no disrespect th- to people all over the the map making music, but New York City's always been the root of hip hop yeah. culture. That's where that shit originated from. No, you you're right. So you're that's right. definitely where I draw my my inspiration from. Really, for sure. How come? For sure. This is what gravitated it's raw. to you. It's raw and it's real. It's yeah, I, I mean, it's yeah, but you can make that argument for a lot of southern hip hop too. There's some for sure. raw fucking southern for hip hop. For sure. Shout out to Outkast. Sure. Shout out to Earth Gang, JID. Yeah. Southern hip hop's beautiful. That boom bap. You know what I mean? I love me Big some Crit. Bop. Shout out to Big Crit. Yeah. ATL. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. Uh, I I really like that Memphis scene. And you uh, know, uh, eight Killer ball and MJG. It was, uh, it was like three six and Juicy yeah, of J. Of course, shit. of course. Yeah, who doesn't like? Yeah. Ju- you know the thing about Juicy J is he's still going at it and still murdering it, and still going around to all these colleges and just banging college hoes all the fucking time. It's great. I'm not. I'm not super hyped. I want to be a rapper. Can I be? Can you guys like turn me into a rapper? Rap, but yeah, you can. Anybody can be a rapper. Hip hop. Hey man. I can't speak for hip hop, but what I can say is what I see from it is that it's inclusive and anybody no, can be a rapper, sure. dude. But I've heard of all sorts of stories about people making music. Don't let don't let that try to stand in your way. Just because you you're everybody can be a rapper, but not everybody can be a rapper. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. True. I can't write nothing. I'd have to have someone write me I something. Mean, you can't, I'm not trying to say you're going to be a good rapper, but I'm going to say the the culture will accept you. You can try. I'm not worried try about and that. Make your music and put it out there. I just want to. There are people wanna, out no. there who's going to tell you say no to you, but you just don't don't listen. I better just focus on the podcast. I got to learn one thing at a time. This is what I've been learning. This is the craft I've been trying to hone. Is the uh, the podcast uh, craft? It's important. It's a good one. It's one I like. I enjoy it. Like you, I got hooked. It's a, it's a gift. You're giving it out for free on the internet. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. I mean, take it or leave it. It's a gift. It's, it's a gift good. that, uh, in my opinion, is 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 for the taking. That's for sure. Yeah, all I want is to uh, is have people enjoy it and listen to it and download it. You know, I like it. I do it for me. It's just selfish. I just have a good time having cool people over. I got That's another standard. another white rapper on. This is art, and what I've always heard about art is if you want to make good art, make something that you would want to consume, something that you like, that you dig. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, And I really think that's what you're doing. If you enjoy it, you know. That's all I can say to me is I enjoy sure. it. Uh, You know, I will say, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to toot my own horn. There's nothing to toot here. I have been on my uh, Instagram. I do hashtag best podcast in KC. 
<laughs> For a couple reasons. One, it's my opinion, and I have a right to my own opinion. And, of course, it's my biased opinion. So, yeah, of course, I think my podcast is the best in KC. But also, it's kind of just kind of to throw it out there and to own that hashtag. You'd be like, hey, KC podcasters, come at me, bro. Yeah. Come on, prove me that prove to me that your better podcast is better than mine, because it's not. It's not. Yeah. Any clout's good clout. I like that. Hell yeah. Let's uh let's bust out of this joint. Where can we find uh your poi spinning and what? Where can we find a rap? Or oh, you said you were on some other things. Yeah. Uh, do I have to come? Do you have an album in the works or anything like that? I'm working on music right now. So maybe, okay. maybe the next time you see me, I'll, yeah. I'll have something together. Maybe I'll, I'll come when I have something to bring. I hope to so. The table. I'm about hard work and I'm not, I don't want to put anything out that's not top quality. And that's part of the poi thing. I've been practicing it for a long time and I've just started shooting video and, and developing more of a, uh, a consistent routine and stuff like that so that I can and try to do more. Do you get hired out for something like that? Like. You yeah you can contact me uh, Austin Reed NJ at gmail dot com a u s t i n r e e d n j yeah in New Jersey at gmail dot com you shoot me an email if you're looking not New Jersey but a, a change local to KC. fire performance yeah Austin Reed KC son I know I know I need to rep KC but yeah if you want to hit me up personally for a fire performance I'm working on compiling stuff for like promotional material. Um, I'm trying to get together with the people who do Busker Fest in Lawrence. There's a Busker Fest coming up in Busker. March. What's Busker Fest? It's busking is street performing. Um, people oh, perform that's the street, right. Either playing that's music, spinning called. fire, doing all manner of things, walking on stills. You ever go to like struggling. the plaza or anything and try? Or do you work any street corners? Well, occasionally, it's a little tough with fire not to well, run you, into can't trouble you, like, with the authorities else and stuff like fire? that. Because technically, you need like performers insurance and do LEDs or something. Yeah, you can do LEDs. It's just a lot less impressive, in my opinion. Yeah, but still, people it will draw. It doesn't have the same draw. You, you can make money spinning just spinning you out do? on the street. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get a. I'm trying to get together with the Busker Fest people and maybe have a performance in March. So keep your eyes peeled for that. In Lawrence, sure. yeah, in Busker Lawrence. Fest. That'll be in Lawrence. Huh. That sounds funny. I've never heard of such a thing. Yeah, they do a street performing festival every year. In really? Lawrence. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. I, I always miss that. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not great at the business end of my art, so it's like I, I'm, I'm pretty good at what I do. But I don't. I don't take the time to promote myself and put myself out there. It's so hard to do if you like if you don't have that. In your, yeah, if you don't have your DNA, that DNA, that like hustler DNA, it's hard to do it. I feel bad that I don't have. I don't have my ducks in a row to plug myself with all my shit. So that's I'll how I that. am. Maybe I need to get that set up. That's what I've been trying to do. Like I'm the same way. I like I just do the podcast just for fun. I have cool conversations, but I do not know how to pimp this thing, and I'm trying to. And if anyone's made it this long. I need 20 more subscribers on my YouTube channel to where I can create my own URL. So instead of it. Oh, that'll help a lot. Yeah. Instead of it being YouTube.com slash 7849project898432, it'll yeah. be like YouTube.com slash Podcast. Yeah. I need 20 more followers. You guys hit that YouTube. Just hit the subscribe button. All it's free. I'll put this out on my Facebook. I'll share it to some people, see if I can get catchy a couple subscribers. That'd be there. dope, man. That'd be dope. Poi. Poi. Huh. P-O-I, poi. Yeah, when I heard you did poi, I, f I was assuming I was assuming that some big Samoan was going to walk in my door. 
Nope, just not some, some six some foot tall, seven skinny white kid. Do you know from who the Midwest? <laughs> you know who you remind me of? Uh, I don't know if you, you would know this guy. He's a pickup artist. You know who pickup artists are? Yeah, what's his name? Mystery. Yeah, mystery. I was gonna say he's got one. It's gonna say it's one word. Yeah, it's, just, it's something. Yeah, you mystery. look like mystery. You could easily pull mystery off as a cosplay. As a cosplay, I got the long hair and everything. You he got does. The, he pulls it down and like. Yeah, he, you got the long hair. He's tall and skinny. Peacocking. Peacocking is a thing. Peacocking. You're single. That's what I learned from mystery. No, I'm taking right now. Why? Get Cause, back on the market. Be. be single and pull that mystery card out. Hey. Hold that mystery card. Good pickup line, ready? Oh, hold on. We got a good pickup line coming from Zar. All right. Best one to use on any girl. Okay. I would take you to the movies. I would take you to the movies. But they don't let, they don't allow snacks. But they don't allow snacks. That's decent. I would take you to the movies, but they don't allow snacks. Yeah. That's awful. No, that's that's decent. How is that good? Do you not know what a snack is? No. Do I need what's a snack? A snack? a snack is a really, really fine looking female. Okay, well, see, I don't know. Eat her up like a snack. You know All right. Uh, looking delicious. Like a snack. Mine is, uh, hey, my name is Ryan. <laughs> I'm unemployed and I live in my mom's basement. <laughs> and let me tell you something. You honestly, laughed over there. Honestly. That shit works, it bro. It does, though. You just laughed. When you say it in a funny way and it gets the chick to laugh, they know you're not. They know you're just dicking around, and then you can go with the whole thing like, "Oh yeah, yeah, she's cool though. She'll make us pancakes in the morning." <laughs> yeah. And you can kind of play with it, and it. it and then you know, if look who you're talking to, man. If you've got a real dummy on the line, if you if the chick's not very smart, then she's gonna think that you really do live at your mom's house, and then you can really fuck with her, and then it's really fun. Then it's like transcended <coughs> to a whole new level of like fuckery. And I only go for dumb ones. I love a dumb chick. I love They're a dumb chick. They're more fun, and it's it's. No, the crazy ones are the really smart. What are, what kind of the smart ones? We better get off this subject. We're gonna get we're kicked gonna, off. Everyone's the gonna get. Uh, we're gonna get in trouble with everyone. I I will tell you, I do have females that do listen to the podcast. Yeah. Well. Good. So that's good. Doesn't matter to you, you because you're not base. single. No. Zar. Zar, are you single? Yeah. Are you on Tinder? Are you? Yeah. Hell yeah. He's on Tinder. Ladies, he's on Tinder. We're swiping. Well, uh, follow swiping right. Czar Flames. Czar underscore profile. Flames. Czar yeah. underscore Flames, ladies. Swipe, swipe. swipe that is swipe, uh, my main man. Swipe. We're going to have to get him on the podcast one-on-one one of these days. But I am going to wait for uh, certain things to come out for him. But don't worry, ladies. Hit him up on... Uh, Instagram slide slide in them DMs. He'll take it. He's sick of seeing uh, Katrinka's dick pics <laughs> that come flowing at her. He's ready for some breast assists. Ladies, throw some breast assists at Czar underscore flames. Snap my man a titty. Yeah. It is twenty eighteen. C Z A R. Snap him a titty. Just one. Just one titty. You ain't even gotta show him both. Ooh, speaking of that, reminds me of that shirt you got there. You got a uh, Dave Chappelle shirt, Ty- Tyrone Biggins. Uh, that titty, that reminds me of uh, Half Baked. That's a full-on titty. Yeah. Yeah, you guys were saying you guys like uh, Dave Chappelle. I, dude, I'm, go ahead, grab yourself another beer, man. Yeah, I'm about to. Let's eat. Yeah, one of please the greatest, do. One of, if not the greatest stand-ups of all time. 
I think he's the greatest of all time. He's my favorite. I like George Carlin a lot, but yeah, George Carlin's right. Yeah, for me, it's it's definitely, definitely Dave Chappelle. He's amazing. But yeah, I was watching the goat. him. Yeah, he is the goat. Uh, but it's funny that you guys said you guys were huge fans of his. I was watching him when I was younger than how you guys are old now. Remember Half Baked? I was probably in elementary school when I watched Half Baked. I, and I, I watched the Chappelle show. I used to fifth, watch fifth Half grade Baked. Or like that, fourth, fifth I'm, grade. I'm not kidding. Every single day. Shit's funny. Every single day probably we watched I, it. It's probably when I smoked weed when I turned 14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This horse is a diabetic. <laughs> Buttercup. No, no buttercup, no. <laughs> oh man. Well, on no that wonder he note, smokes so much weed. He's got so many damn problems. <laughs> Doctor says I need a backyotomy. <laughs> all right, we're gonna quote this. We're gonna quote this all night. Uh, no, bitch, you know what I want? I want to talk to Samson. Fly me to the moon like the bitch, Alan Scranton. Cause it's hard being black and gifted. Sometimes I want to throw it all up and get lifted. <laughs> See, you could be a rapper. I can imitate people. That's all it takes. Yeah, I can imitate I mean, a few people. I'm not trying to say bite somebody's flow, but right. if you can rap along to a song and catch the tempo, you can. You could probably write a rap song. I could do uh, the whole album of Coming Out Hard of 8-Ball and MJG. See, there you go. But uh, It's a good sign. Don't worry. I substitute the N-word for other words. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. I don't go there. <laughs> all right on that note everybody this was austin i appreciate you show tell everyone where we can find you and then we'll uh we'll finish these beers off air like i said big poppy 420 on instagram b-i-g-g-p-a-p-i 420 if you want to shoot me an email you're looking for me to perform do a fire performance for you in the local kansas city area you can get me on my email at austinreadnj at gmail.com yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah, for sure. Zar, I thank you for uh, running r- cameras. Yeah, yeah. Austin, thank you so much for being on my podcast, man. Thank I appreciate you. it. Thank you for having me. We'll do this again when you get your album out. Appreciate it. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. All right, have a good one, everybody. Listen to Neanderthal.